Good evening and welcome to Point of View. I'm Chris Berg. Thank you so much for joining us. You've got a live look here at the vice presidential debate stage. It's coming up at 8 o'clock tonight. The vice presidential debates really matter. That's the subject of tonight's point of view. I think we got to admit tonight's is definitely going to matter because many of us realize that, hey, if Joe Biden were to win this election, a lot of people are suggesting that Senator Harris actually would be the one sort of running the show even as the VP. So yes, this debate is going to make a big, big impact potentially on what happens here coming up on November 3rd. Now, the other thing that's going to be very interesting to watch tonight is this, is the fact that you've got now uh, President Trump with COVID. There's roughly 15 people or more that are in within the administration that have got COVID. Many of you know the track record of the COVID situation across our country. And the fact that Vice President Pence was, remember, he was the chairperson. He was the chairperson of the White House Coronavirus Task Force. So It'll be interesting to see how Senator Harris attacks that with Vice President Pence. You've got to believe she's going to, especially now with the fact that, as I mentioned a moment ago, President Trump has it and many people within the administration. You know that's going to be a place of contention for her to go after. Now, for Vice President Pence, you know, much more, I think, how do I say this, um, docile, if you will, compared to President Trump. So it'll be interesting to see his strategy tonight as well. I believe he's going to really go after his record and I put this out on Facebook earlier today, and you're going to hear in this interview in a moment with Hogan Gidley, we touch on this, but I don't know if you're aware, but Senator Harris actually sent money to what's called the Minnesota Freedom Fund. Okay, this was the situation where you had people that were being locked up that were rioting and looting during the Minneapolis uh, riots and getting locked up. And Senator Harris was supporting people to get freed from this Minnesota Freedom Fund. One of them allegedly... Um, we're going to put it in TV terms, did something very, very bad to a young girl. And so I'm hoping that Susan Page, she's the Washington uh, White House correspondent with USA Today. She's the person moderating the debate tonight. Hopefully she's going to ask Senator Harris some tough questions as well. So we'd love to know your thoughts on tonight's debate. Do you think this thing is going to make a difference for November 3rd or not? And I want to invite you tonight, if you enjoy watching these debates, um, go check out our Facebook page. We're going to be live streaming tonight's debate. It's going to be on Twitter as well. But what's fun about when we actually live stream these events, uh, many of you join us, you share your points of view, and then we've got the ability with our software to put your points of view up on screen. So it becomes this very interactive conversation as we watch these debates. If you want to have some fun tonight, please join us. Be ready to share your points of view, what you hear during the debate, and you'll be able to see all different points of view on how people are perceiving what's happening tonight. Again, that's at 8 p.m., and uh, should be very fascinating to watch. All right, earlier today I had a chance to sit down with the National Press Secretary for Trump 2020 campaign, Hogan Gidley. We talked about tonight's strategy for this VP debate, but also much, much more. Hogan, welcome back to Point of View. Great to have you with us. Uh, big vice presidential debate coming up tonight, which we'll talk about here in just a moment, but I want to start with Really, I, I think the most important news, and that is, how is President Trump doing? How's he feeling? And when's the last time you spoke with him? The last time he and I spoke was on the phone Saturday. Uh, he was in great spirits making jokes and um, concerned about the campaign, asking where we're going to go and what we're going to do next, asking about the White House and strategy. I mean, he's always thinking about how he can improve the lives of the American people even further than he already has. And he asked about my family, too. He said, hey, if you, you talk to your family, please check in with them. Make sure they're okay. Um, so it, it always fascinates me that in those times, he's still focused on other people. That's just who he is as a person. He got a great chance to, to get out and, and 
you know, wave at some of the supporters who were outside Walter Reed. I even went there myself and handed out some merchandise, gave some hats and some uh, masks and signs to folks. They were so excited. And they were there just to pray for the president, to wish him well. It was a wonderful sight, a wonderful scene. And it was a blessing to me just to go there uh, and see these people coming from all over the country. I mean, I couldn't find anyone near the D.C. area that had that was standing on the corner. They were all from all, all over the country. It was it was really really a cool thing. And of course, the president did something very unique. He let people into his hospital room as well, giving a couple of videos out there, talking about his progress, how great the doctors were around him, how much he'd learned about the virus and learned about treatment uh, being in there and having to face it one on one with you know, his, his own personal experiences. So I think we're going to hear more about that in the days ahead. But, but as far as the campaign is concerned and, and debates, et cetera, he wants to be back out on the trail like immediately. But the <laughs> doctors are going to kind of dictate some of this to him. Obviously, they want to protect him, keep him safe. He knows that the health uh, of the president is, is paramount to the protection and safety of the American people. So he's not taking any chances. But um, that doesn't stop the man who, who never stops from, from wanting to be out there all the time. But right now, we're planning to move forward with that debate in October uh, the middle of the month uh, down in Miami, and it should be a fun one uh, if he gets a clean bill of health from the doctors. Good. Well, please let him know the people back here in the Midwest are praying for him. And I want to ask you this. You spent a lot of time in the White House. Um, you and I both know this virus came from China. There's mm -hmm. been a woman on Tucker Carlson show even suggesting that this is purposely released. Because my question for you is, what is President Trump going to do to make China pay for what they've done? Well, a couple things. The president did put tariffs on China in this trade dispute that we have with the country. Look, they've been taking advantage of, of Americans for a long time, and that's thanks to Joe Biden. When you give someone favored nation status, allow them to steal into intellectual property, um, they, they, they have done so many horrible things to the American worker, and Joe Biden just let it happen. 47 years uh, in, in, the, in, in elected office, in the Senate, also in the White House, he did nothing to stop what China was doing to the world, especially to our own people and our own families. This president not only said he would hold them accountable, don't want to get ahead of that announcement, but something he also did was he punished the World Health Organization. Mm. He took the hundreds of billions of dollars we send there every single year um, away from a corrupt organization that is absolutely complicit in the cover-up from China. They lied to the world about exactly how dangerous this virus is. We know what Joe Biden would do with the WHO. He already said he'd give all that money back. So nothing has changed with Joe Biden. He still is focused on other countries first. He refuses to put the livelihoods of our citizens ahead of those from other nations. And look, the president's been clear. It's America first, but it's not America alone. Think of the trade deals this president has been able to accomplish in such a short amount of time. Joe Biden could never do that. Think about the way this president has gotten hostages back into this country from foreign nations. Joe Biden never did that. This president stood up for the American workers and for the American people more so than any other president in modern history. It shows because of the record of success for um, all of our citizens, regardless of race, religion, color or creed. Joe Biden never did that. What he's asking you to believe is after half of a century in politics, now all of a sudden Joe Biden is going to start working for you. No one is buying what Joe Biden is selling. Let's talk about this. As you know, many people across the country, because of what China released with this COVID situation or came out of China, um, there's a lot of families that are still struggling. You know, kids yeah. are being in school. They're struggling financially. 
Yesterday, President Trump said he was going to call off the negotiations for the COVID relief. But I want to ask you about this, because back in August, he said, hey, I've directed Steve Mnuchin to get ready to send direct payments out to you know families of four. Democrats are holding this up. I mean, he said there's still money in the CARES Act. I would love to see President Trump just go, hey, Secretary Mnuchin, let's send out those Trump bucks and get them in people's accounts. Can he yeah. do that? Well, he said today that he wants a deal, but he wants the deal focused on people who are suffering from COVID. What the Democrats have done is loaded up all types of crazy things that were you know, socialist agenda items. And you know it has nothing to do with COVID because it's the very things Nancy Pelosi wanted before coronavirus. It has Green New Deal pieces in there. Not to mention the fact in the face of COVID, they want to make sure the Democrats do anyway that illegal aliens get payments from this money as well. That's insanity. We're spending trillions and trillions of dollars trying to allow the American people some semblance of a normal life so that they can pay their rent, so they can pay a car yes. payment, so they can put food on their kids' tables and clothes on their back. Democrats have held this up from the get-go because they want some type of socialist wish list. It's absolutely egregious. And I have to tell you, Nancy Pelosi has a staunch record of doing just that. You mentioned my time in the White House. She did this over DACA. She refused to come to the table, even though President Trump gave her more than, than uh, President Obama even offered her and said, here, let's come to the table and talk about real border security. She pitched a fit, ran out, went right to the press, and they just lapped it up. She held up the government, shut down our federal government multiple times because she loves to play politics with people's lives. What she doesn't want is checks to go out. Or, or, or she, what she doesn't want to have happen now is those checks to go out to American people right before an election. See, it's all about politics for the Democrats. For this president, it's all about the American people. That's why he's been trying to get a deal done. That's why he made even one more last-ditch effort today. Let's come to the table. Let's pass something specific to this problem we are facing and not load it up with a lot more pork barrel nonsense that the Democrats love to love to spend money on. So let's say Nancy says no you know, today or in the next couple of days. Could he have the authority to direct Secretary Mnuchin to just start sending out those direct payments? That's a question for the White House. I'm not okay. sure where they can go or how that would work, but okay. um, I, I, you can rest assured he, he wants the people of this country to get that money. Nancy Pelosi just wants to benefit from the politics. Look, Donald Trump took all the power away from the media, all the power away from the Democrats and gave it to the American people. That's what Nancy Pelosi hates. She likes to be in control of everything and she's angry. She's angry that she's not in control anymore. She wants bigger government. She wants uh, the ability to, to rain down on top of the American people like some type of, of king. Um, that's not what this country's built to do. It's not what the American people want. President Trump's gonna take us further toward peace and prosperity. Uh, in the next four years, just like he did in the last four. Nancy Pelosi, the Democrats, Joe Biden, they don't have a clue how to do that because they've embraced this socialist agenda. They've taken over some of the, the, the platitudes and, and, and the policies of, of, of Cuba, uh, of, of the old Soviet Union, trying to, to raise taxes by $4 trillion, embrace Green New Deals that would get rid of cars and get rid of cows, get rid of ICE that enforces our borders, get yeah. rid of the police. These are crazy ideas. Look, Kamala Harris, you're going to hear about this tonight, hopefully, but Kamala Harris is someone who not only is more radical than Bernie Sanders by her own voting record, by her own admission. She's Yeah, she's embraced the Green New Deal. Yeah, she voted against USMCA. They gave millions of dollars, uh, billions of dollars into this country and hundreds of thousands of people jobs. She also asked 
Americans to donate to a fund in Minnesota that would let criminals out of jail that were the very ones responsible for causing all of the death, the chaos, and the destruction in our American cities. We cannot have that type of leadership at the top. Donald Trump is for the cops. Uh, Kamala Harris and Joe Biden, they stand with the criminals, and that's unacceptable. Well, just to let our audience know, Hogan, and I know, I know you know this, but the, the Minnesota Freedom Fund that she supported actually bailed out a gentleman that allegedly uh, was accused of bad things with an eight-year-old girl. Let's just put it that yep. way for TV. So for people to know that, I'm hoping that Susan Page is going to actually ask her about that tonight. I want to get into the debates more, but before I get to that, I have one, one more question for, for you because sure. our audience is fired up on this. And that is, last night, President Trump said, hey, I fully authorized the total declass of any and all documents pertaining to this ridiculous Russia hoax that we heard about for ad nauseum from this mainstream media. And then... <laughs> I wish people understood and appreciated President Trump's sense of humor more because then he tweeted out what everyone else is asking. And it's the picture of Chris Farley yelling at Bill Barr, for the love of God, arrest somebody. Yeah. <laughs> when is somebody going to be indicted and arrested? I, I know it's a great question. Hopefully very soon. People need to go to jail over this. Uh, first of all, I am a big Chris Farley fan. So I was <laughs> I was kind of uh, enjoyed that that Mimi put out. But that's a great question to ask. And the American people should be asking it more. Because let's be very, very clear about this. The federal government was weaponized by Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, and yes, now we know Joe Biden as well, to try and take down a private citizen in this country. And then they kept it up against the duly elected president of the United States. If they can do that to him, if they can do that to his family, they can do it to you. And they're not ashamed about it. They're not apologizing for it. They brush it under the rug because they know most people in the media aren't going to press it. They're not going to ask about it. Why talk about the largest political scandal in our nation's history, attacking a sitting president, using the FBI and the CIA to try and smear that person and lie about a connection with Russia, which was proven not to be true, when you can talk about masks, the president not wearing a mask by himself on a balcony outside? I mean, their ideas of what matters is absolutely ridiculous. For the American people, it is gravely concerning that the government can behave in this way. Thankfully, President Trump is shining light uh, to the darkness. And can you imagine what would have happened if Donald Trump wasn't elected? We would never know the names of Peter Strzok and Lisa Page, Jim Comey, what they did to this president. Now we do. Thankfully, we're going to get to the bottom of it. And I think, I hope, People are going to go to jail because of it. Two more questions, right? I want to be respectful of your time, but I'm with you. People need to be indicted and go to jail. And that is this, is that the polls that we're seeing, as you just mentioned about the mainstream media, are suggesting that President Trump numbers are going in the wrong direction after last week's debate. Um, do your poll, I mean, what do your polls show? Like, please set the record straight because I, I talk to people like, you know, what's going on here from the polls I'm seeing? Yeah, it's just a total effort by the mainstream media to, again, try and suppress the Trump voter. It's the same place we were in in 2016. People are excited about this president. They're excited about the future and, and what this country could be. Uh, we see more people registering in all of these swing states as Republicans than as Democrats by two to one, four to one, five to one. The excitement's there. No one, especially the media, they don't like Joe Biden. They just hate Donald Trump. And they're going to do everything they can to try and prop him up in some way, whether that's putting out and actually conducting suppression polls, whether it's talking about suppression polls. Internally, we look really good here at the campaign. 
having all the requisite um, you know, poll numbers that show we can retain the White House and have another four years win in some of those battleground states. We're looking really good out there. We got to make that final push, of course. Yes. Uh, we have a month to go. We want to drive home the message that this president has done more in 47 months than Joe Biden has done in 47 years. And the only things he did do were so detrimental to the American worker and to the American family that they need to know about it. And so that's my job to make sure they do. Well, you're doing a great job. Last question for you, sir. What's the strategy for tonight's debate and this vice presidential debate? And there's some news being reported that uh, Kamala Harris is going to go after Vice President Pence because he was the person running the uh, White House COVID task force. What's the strategy for tonight? I'm sure she will uh, go after the vice president. And, and we welcome that that conversation because just like most issues, Democrats don't know what they're talking about. Um, the vice president, um, Mike Pence, uh, did an incredible job, uh, not just giving Donald Trump guidance and, and also making recommendations to him and, and offering counsel, but he executed when the president made those tough decisions. Um, it was this vice president who was right there. So he's uniquely positioned to defend the president and talk about the record setting successes we had over the last um, um, four years. Look, you wouldn't, have a tr you wouldn't have trade deals, you wouldn't have peace deals, you wouldn't have hostages coming home, you wouldn't have a defeat of ISIS, you wouldn't have Soleimani and al-Baghdadi, two of the world's worst terrorists, destroyed because of this president. Um, uh, you wouldn't have that with Joe Biden because he couldn't do any of it. He had half of a century to do it. I think Vi uh, Vice President Pence is going to drive that message home today, but I think he's also gonna point out the fact that Kamala Harris is so liberal and so radical, her desire to remake this nation into the image of a socialist country is so problematic, not just for the future. You can forget the fact that we'll be, we'll be broke in a matter of years. Um, it's so problematic to our American way of life, to our culture, to our families. Them wanting to do that, her embrace of that radical agenda, dri being the driving force behind it, and Joe Biden's willingness to go along and now push those agenda items as well is a serious issue for the nation. I think Vice President Pence is going to point out uh, that being so problematic for the American people, too. So we expect a good performance for him. He's been so strong as the vice president. And we expect, um, you know, tonight we'll, we'll highlight some of those successes. Should be fun to watch. Hogan Gidley, thank you so much, National Press Secretary, for the Trump 2020 campaign. And for the love of God, please arrest somebody. So thank you, sir. We really, really appreciate it. Thanks so much. <laughs> All right, stay with us. We got much more coming up here on Point of View. Of course, we're going to get to your points of view as well. So please email us, text us, leave us a voicemail. We got much more coming up right after this.